Do your days sometimes feel frazzled and chaotic? Do you want to implement a little something into your day that doesn't take a lot of time, but that adds a little bit of peace and play? We are all about giving you tools to do just that. Peace and play is the name of the game around here. We have a devotional for you that is totally free. Just go to 20daysoflettering.com and you can print out this 20 Days of Lettering and Devotion Workbook. 20 days of devotions that focus on God's Word. That's the part that's going to insert a little piece into your day. And then there's a lettering traceable on each page that you can grab a marker and trace over for a little fun art play. Use the blank space to either journal or practice your lettering a little more. Print as many as you'd like and have fun. Just go to 20daysoflettering.com. That's 20, 20daysoflettering.com. Hey, hey, y'all. This is Casey Hope with the Here's Hope podcast, and I'm excited today to share with you a little bit of stories and a little bit of motivation to help you find hope in the chaos. So a few weeks ago, I shared with you about the call to go to India, how God very clearly spoke to us about how we were for sure supposed to go to India. If you have not listened to that story, go check it out because it's one of those wow God moments. But today I want to share with you about just kind of something that happened while we were there and just how I saw a principle of God supplying and providing and multiplying while we were there. One thing I love about these trips is that Rice Bowls really does a great job of finding your gift and applying it to whatever we're doing. And so my gift, one of them is teaching art. And so that's naturally what I was going to do on this trip. I had done it the year before in Honduras. This was only our second trip with Rice Bowls at the time. I had taught art camp you know, in Honduras and I taught it tons in America at our studio. And now we were going to teach it in India. So I knew I was going to have to have a translator and that I could do that. I had done that before that I found out that this was going to be a little bit of a different setup. Instead of us going to one place and having the same kids come every day for art, we were going to be traveling because there's a lot of homes that rice bowls serve in India. And so we were going to be traveling. We'd go to one city and all the nearby children's home would come to us and we would have this art camp and sports camp. And it would be great. And then the next day we would go to a different city and all the surrounding children's home would come to us and we would do that, the same thing again. And we would travel to multiple cities. And so Johnny was giving me the numbers of what it looked like it was going to be. And the year before, when we were in Honduras, we taught about 100 kids. Now we did it multiple days. And this time in India, we were going to be teaching 1,000, One thousand kids. <laughs> Y'all, that's a lot of kids, especially in a week's time. And so I had to wrap my mind around that and really think through like what we were going to teach them and how we were going to do this. I knew that I needed to make these lessons kind of simplified since we were having a translator, but a thousand kids. Okay. So I started wrapping my mind around the logistics of this. And then Johnny said, you know, there is no way we're going to be able to transport art supplies for a thousand kids. You know, I don't remember exactly what I had on my art supply list, but I knew it was way more than what we could take in our carry-ons or our pack luggage. 
So he said, just give me that list and I will have Sajina buy them in India. So Sajina is Rice Bowl's partner who lives in India from India. We said, we'll just, you know, Johnny said, I'll send the list to him. He'll buy the supplies. Now, I don't remember what was on that list, but I do remember what I was buying at the time for our studio for art camps. You know, for the art camps at Pizzazz art classes, it would have been canvases and acrylic paint and paintbrush and paper plates and paper towels and tablecloths and watercolor paper and watercolors and markers and Sharpies and colored pencils and crayons, you know, all the things, scissors and glue. It's a lot of stuff to do in art camp. And so I don't remember exactly what I had on that list, but it was something kind of like that. And I gave it to Johnny and I expected it to, you know, to be there when we got to India to teach these art camps to a thousand kids. When we got there to India, I remember Johnny saying, uh, Casey, you know, there's not really as easy access to art supplies over here as we thought. <laughs> There's not a Michaels and a Hobby Lobby on every single corner. And Sajina wasn't able to find everything on your list, but he was able to find a few things. And I just put them in there on that table. And so I go into the room where he says the art supplies were for a thousand kids. And I see, <laughs> I see a ream of copy paper, white copy paper. I see a little tub. It was like a clear container tub with some markers. They were the really kind of the short markers, like smaller even than Crayola markers, skinnier than that. And then I see another clear container tub of like maybe a fourth of the way full of some used crayons. And I just thought... Oh boy. <laughs> Is this all I've got to work with? Uh okay. And in that moment, I just had a little bit of panic, a little bit of panic of how in the world am I going to teach art camp to a thousand kids? And this is what I got to work with. <laughs> and so have you ever felt that way where panic just sets in and you are like, uh, this is not enough. This is not enough. More than likely, you have felt that same feeling. Now, it might not have been in a, the same situation, but more than likely, you have felt a little sense of panic because, oh my goodness, I don't have enough, and you fill in the blanks, okay? So sometimes that can look like overwhelmed because you feel like, uh, or panic, I don't have enough money, God, what am I going to do? I, I see all the things that are coming in and that need to be going out, and there's these bills to pay, and there's these expenses coming up, and I don't have enough financial money, what am I going to do? Or sometimes we feel like I am overwhelmed with my to-do list and all the things that I need more help. I need more hands. I need to multiply myself. I need to be in three different places all at one time. I don't have enough help and you, I feel overwhelmed. Sometimes it can be that. So we have this feeling of lack of not enough, not enough money, not enough help. Sometimes it can be not enough resources. You feel like you're at a loss because you need more resources and you simply don't have them. And if we're not careful, our brains will spiral down into overwhelm, depression, anxiety. We can get mad at God because we think we're looking at what's right in front of us. And we're like, this doesn't seem like enough, God. Like it doesn't seem like enough to even do half of what I'm supposed to do here. But y'all, in that moment of not enough, that's when God shows out. <laughs> that is when God shows you that, oh, yes, he can supply. Oh, yes, he can multiply. 
I've seen it happen time and time again. We saw it happen in the Gospels when he takes, you know, just a few loaves and fish and turns it into a meal that will feed 5,000 men plus the women and children. We see him do it in those miraculous ways in the Bible, and we see him do it every day too. Now, I've had a few miraculous moments where, you know, we love to hear the story of go into the mailbox and having a big check there. And and honestly, y'all, that's happened to me. I have gone to the mailbox and there have been a check for a royalty for some um, paintings that I've had licensed with a company. You never know when those checks are coming or how much they'll be. And it was a substantial amount for a time where I really was praying to God about money is tight. I need help. And then, you know, and then there was that check in the mailbox. So So yes, I've had those moments, but more often than not, it's a little bit different. More often than not, the way that God seems to supply and multiply is through giving me ideas of like, hey, what looks like lack is actually not lack. It forces me in the moments of feeling like I don't have enough. It forces me to to rely on God to cry out to God, to pray to him and say, God, help me. Because when I have more than enough, oftentimes I just, you know, we just keep rolling and doing what we do. And we don't feel the sense of God help me until we get to that point of not enough sometimes. So sometimes this feeling of not enough, this feeling of lack really can be a gift because it points us back to to God, to relying on him and how is he going to provide. It forces us to listen. God, I'm coming to you and I need to hear what you have to say in this situation. And then we watch how he provides ideas and uh, opens up things that we didn't even see coming. God will absolutely supply and he will multiply. But we have to humble ourselves to ask. So what does that look like? Number one, just to recap what I just said, number one, cry out for help. That's prayer, y'all. That's just prayer, talking to God. He can handle it. He can handle you hollering at him and saying, God, what am I supposed to do here? (laughs) He can handle your frustration when you say, I feel like you don't even see me. He can handle that. Your prayers don't have to be nice and neat and wrapped with a bow. He is a real God and he knows what you are really feeling. So bring it to him in the moments of the, the lack of the feeling of, I don't have enough. Bring it to God in prayer. Okay. And again, prayer is just talking to God throwing out those feelings, whether it is out loud in your head, a written prayer journal, take it to God. Number two, listen to what he is saying. He often provides these solutions for us. He often gives you ideas for for ways to take that not enough, to take that lack. And he shows you ideas on how to multiply it. That's how he provides oftentimes is opening your eyes to see new paths, new resources, new ways of doing things that you didn't see before. Number three, take action on what he's saying and then just watch how it multiplies. In the story that I told you earlier in India, you know, I was looking at that little bitty bit of paper and little markers and crayons and thinking, oh boy, how in the world am I going to pull this off? Art camp for a thousand and this is all I got. I'm like, God, you got to do something here. Give me some ideas here. Here we go. Give me some ideas. 
and he gave me some ideas. And so we, everybody had a piece of paper. We would teach 50 at a time, circle them up, put a piece of paper in front of them. Everybody got one marker <laughs> and we walked them through how to, to draw a cross and how to do some Zentangle type things on the inside. And then we would say, okay, everybody switch markers with the person to your right and everybody would switch. And so now they had a new color and they would use that for a little bit on their pieces and then a little bit, okay, switch colors. <laughs> and so they were only using one marker at a time and they were sharing and then they would add a little bit of the crayons. And before you knew it, they really had these beautiful pieces. And it was just these very limited supplies. And God gave us ideas on how to do things a little bit different. And how, yes, this little bit of what we thought was not enough was more than enough. They created beautiful pieces of art that they were so proud of. They sent some pieces home with me that I got to keep for some keepsakes. And it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I know that that is, that is just a, an illustration. I know a lot of times there are much bigger problems in our life than just an art camp, um, much bigger areas where we feel like there's not enough but the principle is still the same. When we are in these moments of not enough, call out to God and watch what he does. Those moments of lack are often, I feel like, moments where God kind of kind of allows them so that you will come back to him, rely on him, and watch him work. I want to close today with just a verse for you to think on when you are feeling this in this, you know, this area, this space of feeling like you just have not enough. Philippians 4, 19. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I've seen him do it time and time again in my life, and I know he can do it in yours too. Thanks so much for listening. If y'all want to get text reminders of when new episodes are released, feel free to text the word podcast to 1-334-249-1818 and we will shoot you a reminder when a new episode drops.